final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. Also by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit firstcolonymortgage.com. Here's your host, Landon Southwick. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live, presented by Big O Tires, the team you can trust. 75-59, the Cougars with a big 16-point win on senior nights. Let's check out some action around the WCC and give you a quick scoreboard update. Like Greg mentioned, scores are pretty much locked in in the sense, or excuse me, seeds are pretty much locked in, but scores still coming in. As Santa Clara got the victory, 102-89 over Portland, San Francisco. Go the Dons picked up the 78-62 win, keeping their tournament hopes alive. They'll actually be the three seed in the conference tournament or, um, coming up in Vegas next week. Pacific and Loyola Marymount, LMU beats Pacific 90-77, and then just tipping off is Gonzaga in St. Mary's. In top 25 action, Tennessee picked up a big win over number three, Auburn 67-62, UCLA beat Oregon State 94-55, number four Purdue falls to Michigan State 68-65, the Razorbacks of Arkansas take down number six Kentucky 75-73 and Murray State survives to stay perfect in conference with a win over Southeast Missouri State 70-68. Coming up next on Cougar Post Game Live, We'll talk a little bit more and check out some scores around the states and also talk a little bit about BYU sports in the day in including BYU volleyball. Your final score tonight, 75-59. More Cougar postgame live comes your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here is Landon Southwick with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your local Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the lowest prices on every tire every day. Big O Tires, the team you trust. 75-59, Cougars with the 16-point win tonight to finish out the regular season against Pepperdine. The Cougars end the season 21-9 and and then nine and six in conference. I have to give a big shout out to the women's basketball team as they are regular season champs with a win over Pacific tonight as they had a big game, another 30 plus point victory down for the women's team on the road for the last two games. Their next game will not be this Monday, but next Monday in Las Vegas at the WCC tournament as the number one seed. Also big congrats to the BYU baseball team as their bats came alive today. 19 to three in a three game sweep over ASU down in Tempe. Men's volleyball is up two sets to none after winning the battle in set number two, 30 to 28. Set number three is just underway. Some local scores from the state of Utah, Weber State took down Northern Arizona 73-49 on the road. Arizona at Arizona State, excuse me, at Utah is just underway. The Utes lead 11-9 with 14-17 left in the first half. And then Colorado State and Utah State tip off here in about 13 minutes. That's a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live. After the break, we'll send you back to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show. Your final from Provo, 75-59. And you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. Accelerate down the lane, step back, elbow jumper. He got it. Oh, Seneca Knight. So That's a scorer's shot. The Cougar Locker Room Show is brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Now let's head back to the Bill Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. On senior night 2022, BYU is a winner over the Pepperdine Waves. Final score, 75-59. BYU goes to 21-9 on the year. 9-6 in West Coast Conference play. They played 15 of 16 scheduled league games. BYU's home season went 12-2. Went 6-5 in true away games. 3-2 on neutral courts, getting you to 21 and nine. Coach Mark Pope goes to 65 and 24 at BYU. 141, 142 and 80 for his career. His home record now 37 and 5 here at the Marriott Center. Pepperdine falls to 7 and 24. And they finished WCC play having played all 16 games and going 1 and 15. Their only win was over Pacific. Pacific and LMU will play in the opening round. LMU and San Diego will play in the opening round of the WCC tournament starting Thursday in Las Vegas. And uh, any coach will say he wants to be heading into the postseason with his team playing what's well, best basketball of the year. And there were a couple hiccups tonight, but for the most part, you could argue that uh, in these last five games that followed the four-game losing skid, BYU kind of find it, found itself a little bit. Even the loss at St. Mary's, you could kind of point to turnovers and go, well, that's kind of where the game was lost. But the uh, I, I thought they were, you know, they showed really well in a loss as well as you can show in Moraga. And so you throw that in with the other four games they did win, the take-care-of-business games, and BYU has reason to feel uh, pretty good about itself heading into the postseason. Absolutely. Uh, offense is clicking better to me than it has all year and now we're starting to see a resurgence defensively you held two games uh, i think in a row where around 60 points that's where BYU needs to be and uh, you combine the good the good offense guys uh, playing with confidence gideon foos obviously uh caleb had a tough night tonight but he's been very good alex tijamia that's a really good core of scorers for you so you're going to get enough points now you got to just d up a little bit and it'll be a chance a chance at the tournament hopefully you got to fine tune yourself and get a win that first night get comfortable with that environment and then you'll have a chance for san francisco likely again saturday night which would be the would be the big game right i mean that would be a a quad one game against the the other team that's trying to get that NCAA bid, and if you get that, I mean, you put yourself in as good a position as you possibly can going into uh, Gonzaga, and uh, then you just try and play up tough. But but I like what I'm seeing. The short answer is I like what I'm seeing from this team. They seem to be peaking offensively at a good time, and the defense is coming back around. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show, brought to you by Brady Industries, a provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment. Brady Industries, honestly better. Learn more at BradyIndustries.com. We hope to be visiting with Big Foos, Fuseni Traore, coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 75, Pepperdine 59, tonight's final score. Fusene Traore with 25 points and 19 rebounds. Both those numbers career highs. Fus is now third on the all-time freshman scoring list. Second on the all-time freshman offensive rebounds list. Fourth on the all-time freshman blocked shots list 
second on the all-time freshman double-doubles list and third on the all-time freshman double-digit rebound game list. Those are all important top fives, but uh, tonight Foose also set records that have never been matched before by a BYU freshman, Mark. He had tw uh, 19 rebounds. No freshman's ever done that. I did that in seven games once. <laughs> Over seven games. <laughs> and 14 defensive rebounds are the most ever by a BYU freshman mm. in a single game, and Foose joins us here courtside. Foose, congratulations to you on the records and to the team on the win. What a night. Thank you, thank you. Uh, it was special now, you know. It's a hmm? Go ahead. I say it was special night because it was our like the senior night and we're really gonna miss those guys a lot. And that's why I say like just have to go and give give it all and also thank the crowd like you know the rocks, like BYF and you I don't think so you'll ever find anything like that, you know. It was a special night that way. And even though it was a senior night, it was a night when a freshman kind of took over a little bit, Mark. It's so fun to watch Foose go to work down there. Yeah, so great. I mean, Foose, what a great game. It's just been a, a joy to watch you play, develop, and I'm excited for the future. But tonight was about the seniors. What was it like you know, playing your freshman year with guys like Alex and uh, Tijon to kind of help you along the way? Man, I'm really like... I, I cannot thank them enough, you know, because, like, how, how much they've been helping me, especially me and Atiki. They always, like, we sit down, we talk, and even, like, in practice, they always talk to us, like, what we're supposed to do, right? Like, they've been helping us, and, like, I can never thank. Like, I'm really grateful for them, yeah, those two guys. What's your favorite shot that you shoot now? What's your favorite <laughs> go-to? What do you like to shoot the most? Uh, I would say my my rad, my rad hook shot. Like, I've been practicing that a lot with Coach Bill. That's one of my favorites, yeah, you know. And, and uh, what's your – do you have a philosophy when it comes to rebounding? Like, how? Mm. Wh what's your mental approach to rebounding? How do you look at it to be so good at it? Mm. Like what, what, what makes a good rebounder? <laughs> I would say you just always have to follow the ball, and especially in practice. Like, we all practice together. You always have to look. Like, you have to know all your guys, you know. If they shoot, where the rebound going to go. Even before the game start, I stand there, look look like... all Because before the game, you, see, you know, everybody keeps shooting free trees. Mm -hmm. And I stand in the corner and see who is shooting, who is, if he miss, where he go, yeah. Hmm. I, just, I just stand and wow. look. Like, Very impressive, I mean. Like, like study, you know. Yeah, it's like a scientific approach to rebounding. Kind of. <laughs> Man, I love that, Foose. And uh, what? How do you feel this team got two big wins this week? Mm -hmm. Maybe you play early next week, but most likely, likely the conference tournament. How do you feel this team is set to to prepare? Uh, how prepared are they to be ready for that? Man, tournament? we are we are ready. We are here. Yeah. We, we now we confident. We are ready. We're gonna go do some big thing there. Beautiful. I believe so. Coach Pope has been saying. <laughs> that our best basketball is still ahead of us. Yes. Do you believe that? And, yeah. why, and why do you believe that? I do believe that because, like, we know we, we lost, like, four games in a row, and that was very frustration, you know. And I feel like now we all sit, we say, like, we need to get better, like, because even because we cannot play defense for 99%, we always have to be 100%. Mm. And I believe so we are ready. And we have, like I said, we have big thing ahead of us. In this game tonight, 
You had a three-point lead at halftime. What was coach telling you guys in the locker room at halftime? What did you have to do better in the second half? Like coach just said, we, we just need to guard better. Like everybody needs to be, especially the bigs, we need to help the guard a little bit to be in the point of screw so that they won't just come out and shoot threes. And I feel like we do a great job doing that. What's it like to have 15,000 fans saying your name all as one? Fools. <laughs> Man, it's just... I always said it's just amazing, you know. I love so much, you know. That's why here I feel like home, you know. Like it's, I love those guys so much. I cannot just love them so much, you know. <laughs> well, the, the, the love goes both ways. Yeah, both. I think. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I think so, Foose, and I get the chance to kind of speak for BYU Cougar Nation as a fan and a former player. What an amazing year you've had. I'm so proud of you, and I just the future, it looks incredible for you. We're so happy that you're here, and I can't wait to watch many more games of you out on the floor. So congratulations. And thank you. Thank I know you got a lot more to do, but what a great year up to this point. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited, too. Thank you, guys. You've spent a few years in Utah now. Are you getting used to the snow? Is it all right with you now? <laughs> mm, no. <laughs> Still no. <laughs> I've been here 50 years. It's not all right no, with you. I don't, I don't like cold. I like snow, but... You know, it's always freezing outside. I don't like it. Okay, you're ready for spring. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Yep. Foos, thank you, and we will see you. Uh, if not before then, we'll see you in Las Vegas. Thank for you so sure. much. Thank okay. you guys so much. All right, thank that you. is Fuseni yeah. Torre. We'll come back with Coach Mark Pope on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economic Partners, a premier national business valuation firm. Learn more at econpartners.com. Also by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, official credit union of BYU Athletics. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Our thanks to Fusene Traore for joining us on the Cougar Locker Room Show, which was brought to you in part by Maersk. Maersk, an integrated container logistics company and member of the AP Moeller Group, connecting and simplifying trade to help our customers grow and thrive. With a dedicated team of over 80,000 operating in 130 countries, we go all the way to enable global trade for a growing world. Learn more at Maersk. Com. Before Coach Pope joins us, let's hear from the opposing head coach, Lorenzo Romar. He spoke with our intern, Trevor Rich, after tonight's game, a game that BYU wins 75-59 over the Waves. Here's Coach Romar. They are a good basketball team. We could not contain uh, Giore. He just had his way with us in the second half. And uh, they did a good job of feeding him the basketball. And I'm uh, just going to give them a lot of credit. Uh, we expended so much energy trying to guard them you know, with seven guys you know, down the stretch. They did a good job of just wearing us down to where by the end of it, we, we didn't have as, as much resistance. And you got to give credit to them for that. This was your last West Coast Conference League game of the season. You're heading to Las Vegas next week. What do you think about the overall strength of the conference this year? The best I've been following this conference since probably 1974. It's the best I've ever seen. What did you see from your team tonight that you can build upon going forward heading into Vegas next week? Uh, I just think that we've played in the last five or six games, we've played the top teams in our league, and uh, we've been competitive with this group. 
we'll get a couple more players back for the tournament. And if we can continue to play like that, we may be able to get over the hump. Where do you rank the Marriott Center, the venue played in tonight, versus the other venues in the West Coast Conference? You know, Gonzaga is obviously sold out. 6,000 is great. They win. But the three times as many people can come into this place. So it's just, this is different. This is different. It's, it was loud. This is the loudest I've heard it in a while. But it was, it was loud. They did a nice job. Well, thank you, Coach. Good luck in Vegas next week. Okay, thank you. All right, that is Coach Lorenzo Romar, head coach of the Pepperdine Waves. Our thanks to intern Trevor Rich for getting those postgame comments a short time ago. BYU winner, 75-59 over the Pepperdine Waves. Coach Mark Pope is still to come as we roll on on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Coach Pope still to come on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, the guy who's made a lot of BYU basketball history was in the building tonight. Jimmer Fredette was on hand to see a different kind of BYU history set. Jimmer wasn't setting rebounding records when he was here. He did, he did other stuff. But uh, Foose uh, has a couple of rebounding records, and he might add... Uh, different kinds of rebounding records to his uh, resume over the years to come. As tonight, Fuseni Traore ends up with 25 boards and 19 rebounds. 25 points and 19 rebounds, I beg your pardon. 25 points for Fus, new career high, and 19 rebounds, a single-game freshman record for BYU, including 14 defensive rebounds, another record for BYU. And rebounds were uh, a couple of the rebounds were part of Mark's keys to the game, which brings us to tonight's economic partners' valuable stat of the game. BYU's accounting program is nationally ranked, so it's no surprise one of the nation's top business valuation firms is run by diehard BYU fans. Need a valuation for your business? Go to econpartners.com. You wanted to keep Houston Millette under 25. And Check. He had, and he had 23. <laughs> And then you wanted BYU to establish itself on the boards, and BYU out-rebounded Pepperdine 45-35 to tonight, 13-11 to on the offensive glass, and those 13 offensive rebounds turned into 18 second-chance points. You want to be at least 1-1 to in offensive rebounds and second-chance points, and BYU was better than that tonight, thanks in large part to Foos. When he collects an offensive rebound, you can almost be guaranteed of a stick back. And it hasn't always been the case. Remember earlier in the year, Greg, we would look at that number and say that's not good enough, the second chance, because you know, maybe you get the rebound, but they weren't you know, punishing teams, and Foose now is the punisher. I mean, <laughs> how good is he down low? And I love listening to Foose talk about that, because obviously you have to have a natural instinct about where the ball's going, but he, he studies it. He's Before the game, he's looking at guys shooting where they miss, and he gets himself there, and you combine that with how quickly he jumps. I've never seen anyone jump more, more quickly and higher than he does. And then he, he rebounds out of his area, which means you got this cylinder of where your body is, and he's able to reach out of that with those long arms and big hands and go get rebounds in other people's cylinder. And he, he was amazing tonight. Really, really impressive to watch him. And here we were uh, two weeks ago when BYU played at Pepperdine. He didn't play in that game. He was injured. And then even a week later at St. Mary's, like, well, can he play and how will he play? And thank goodness that scare came and went because, man, how valuable is he to what BYU's oh, doing man. right now? Can you imagine having to go in the tournament next week without Foos is such a big part of what BYU wants to do. And, 
And, uh, you know, I credit in that game. I was worried about that game because I knew what Pepperdine brought to the table. And I thought Caleb really stepped in and had one of his biggest games of the year to help BYU get that. Obviously, Alex had a tremendous game as well to get that win because that was no gimme, and it was a critical win just like tonight's was. Different formula tonight for BYU because Caleb uh, was was a bit hamstrung by, by, by the whistle early. Yeah, you, you know, and that's – Shows you how kind of you, you have some depth issues. But I tell you what, Atiki continues to get better. And even though you lost two of your starter kind of big men, you still got three really capable big men, even when one guy is, is having an off night. All right, this is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU head coach Mark Pope has popped on the headset with us uh, courtside on this senior night, 2022. And on this senior night, a freshman grabbed a lot of the headlines. But, yes, the seniors, they contributed with double-double nights. Uh, A.B. scored 10 with eight rebounds, three assists. Tijon Lucas, 15 points, couple rebounds, and four assists. Part of a, a pretty comprehensive effort. Coach, congratulations to you and the boys on a nice win tonight. Yeah, you know, the best part the best part of the whole night is we just finished uh, post-game media and Foos gave his first ever opening statement, which was just <laughs> which is just it just is so impressive. And then um, and then Alex and Tijan got to sit there and rib each other. And the, the, the last question was asked was just about these incredible women. You know, they both had, you know, three and two women escort that amount on the floor and they got to talk about how much these women have meant everything in their life. And it just is. Come on, man. It's the best thing about sports. How was Foose's opening statement, by the way? He crushed it. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, he had us laughing and crying and feeling inspired. He just is, you know, he, he just is, man, he's, he's special. And I was just talking to Mark about this a minute ago with our audience, but a week ago today, you're, you're hoping, you're wondering and hoping what you're going to get out of Foose coming off uh, an injury and, and a week between games and from where you were then to where you are tonight with him going off for 25 and 19. Yeah, he is... Um, you know, we've talked about all year long. We need him and Atiki to kind of get to a, a, a place where, you know, we just need them so badly if we're going to have make a run here in the final stretch. And, and those guys are stepping up. They're both giving us terrific minutes. Tonight, Foose was unbelievable. I mean, he's he's setting records, and his poise in the, in the post was so good uh, for a freshman. You know, you know, always, always with freshman bigs. Mark knows this. The, the thing you struggle with always with freshman bigs is they get so sped up. And Foose has been incredible about, about it's, you know, there's times when he gets sped up, but, but that is not, like, w one of the top-level issues that we're trying to help him with. And that's, that's really remarkable because that's rarely, rarely the case. Oh, congratulations, Coach. Great, great game, great finish here in the Marriott Center. Got a lot of work to do still. We've talked about injuries. I got to ask. Is that uh, cut hand going to keep you out any games, Mark? What happened there, man? Well, sometimes the timeouts get a little bit animated. <laughs> and um, maybe a, a clipboard accident with the animation there. Is that what happened? Or yeah, it's uh, – Well, you didn't hit Burgess in the chin, man. That would cut your hand. No. Um, you know, listen. It, this this team is just is just defined by fight right now. Like that's that's really the the best thing we have going for us is just fighting and and um, to to get ourselves to a pitch place of how we fight. Uh, it takes all of us uh, jumping in and kind of reinforce that that feel and and uh, so we had a lot of guys contributing to that tonight. Coach, this game was uh, a little different flavor from Thursday. It felt like it took you guys a little while to get settled. Yes. Um, 
you know, this team, uh, you know, the, these two freshmen, man, they're they're incredible. Millette you know, Mitchell. Yeah, they just, they just, uh, you know, they just are the opposite. Of, like, they are the anomaly analytically. Um, they are most efficient from 7 to 20 feet. We talked about it. You know, uh, they're efficient from three and efficient at the rim, but they're most efficient in the shots that everybody in basketball is trying to force teams to take. And, uh, they certainly were that way today. I mean, they're you know they're eight for 16 from long twos, uh, you know, in the first half. And um, you leaving? <laughs> and um, and so those guys are, uh, you know, they're really talented and, and they're really special. They're really smart. Uh, the the way they play is really smart. They got endless energy and they were terrific. So the point is, it 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 made this a little bit harder to get separation we had this little stretch five minutes or so left in the first half where we missed three straight front end of one-on-ones where we had a chance you know where i think we were six and we could have got to 12 and and then and you know we just had little things like that this kind of slowed us down trying to trying to extend this lead but credit to pepperdine they got a ton of fight you know their last game thursday they it was a two possession game with five minutes left against santa clara they're, they're a good team all right, I'm sorry. one second. I, I was going to say, in, in talking about Millette in that first half. I got to explain this, guys. You don't understand. Greg and, and Mark <laughs> might feel a little distracted. They have throngs of people yeah. surrounding them. All heading them. for you. All heading listen, for you. Listen, Coach, I got my white shirt on. Will you <laughs> sign my shirt, Coach? <laughs> sorry, Mark, go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say, I, I took about four minutes in the first half just watching Tijon mm -hmm. on Millette. Yep. And it was beautiful. It I was mean, incredible. really beautiful. He's going to get points, and he found a way to get points, but – that was really impressive watching. It's a team team thing, but Tijon had the main assignment, I think, and yep. he just locked him down. It was really fun to watch. Well, I'll tell you, he, he, his effort was incredible. And minus the first two minutes of the game, I thought Alex Barcelo's effort was incredible. I thought uh, at times Gideon helped us with his length. You know, they, they run a lot of floppy, a lot of pin downs, a lot of, like, counter UCLA's um, where guys are coming off, and the point guard is kind of milking it. And so uh, Gideon's length helped us a little bit. Uh, but the, the real impact of our guys working so hard was you saw that at the end of the game, Mallet and Mitchell were they were just pretty worn out. I mean, they started shooting air balls. The legs are gone. It was just – they just – you know, Tijon made them work so hard. Spencer did, Alex did, that it had a cumulative effect, and it worked in our favor. Were you made aware of Fusa's records tonight? Uh, so, freshman rebounding record? Yeah, so 19 rebounds. Uh, no one's ever had that. No freshman's ever had that. And 14 defensive rebounds. No yeah. freshman's ever had that either. I, I was just – I was beside myself. Like, I do not understand how he missed that 10th shot. Like, you can't make 10 for 10. Like, <laughs> I mean. He was 9 for 10. Like, right, yeah. I, I don't. We're getting. We're, we're going back to the gym tonight, and we're going to fix that because that is just not acceptable. He was incredible. Take a break on the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. More with Mark Pope is next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 75, Pepperdine 59 is our final score. Cougars finished the regular season at 21-9, and 9-6 and six in the West Coast Conference. Coach, not officially yet from the league, but you're slotted into the five spot, put you on the same side of the bracket as USF. If you get to Saturday, you'd open on Friday. All that said, if, if USF is the Q1 that you've got on your half of the bracket, is that enough, or do you need or do you still want to pursue something between now and Vegas? Well, we're going to spend the night digging in. Uh, there's a couple scores we were waiting to come in um, during our game, so I don't know how they turned out. A couple teams we've been talking to, we lost a game. I, th I think the game I was most excited about, we 
lost it yesterday. And so we'll do a lot of calculating tonight and, and tomorrow and hopefully have some positive conversations and see if, if we can find something that works. Is there still benefit, do you think, at this point? Or do you think it's best to just ride it out, get to Vegas, and see what happens? Uh, man, I, I tell you, I, I'm, I'm torn because our, our, our rotation is so – razor thin we just don't you know we just don't have a lot of bodies and um but uh i do hate to if we can find one and that's a huge if we can find one i hate to turn down any possible opportunity to help us solidify our spot in this tournament that's why we're here and so um it's it's not an easy decision we'll, we'll, we'll kind of dig in and see what we have and and then and then make it make a choice from there you think it's more likely you do play an extra or more likely you don't play an extra? i think i think it's you know, I think these games are hard. I think less often than, you know, I, I think it's hard to actually get these games done. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm I'm hopeful that something great is gonna gonna happen. But but you know, if if if, if it was Vegas right now, they'd probably put the odds against it. But we're gonna work hard and see what we can do. Coach, senior night, big night. Uh, love these guys, and you see this throng here. You talk making fun of me and Greg here for not you know having any fans, but. Those guys have fans. Yeah. I mean, they have the, – these kids just look up to them. It's great to have young men that yeah. you can have your kids look up to and just be proud of. And, and these are special, special young men. Any thoughts about those guys on senior night? Yeah, so, I mean, first with Gavin Rich, I mean, you know, why, why – why, Rich makes that shot every time. I don't understand. <laughs> the 40 he drew that bank. up at the timeout, I'm sure. He was super confident, too. He was like, this is bucket. And uh, – um, I love those guys, and I know that they're, they're, you know, there's a part of them that's just been so heartbroken all season long, and certainly a part of me that's been heartbroken. But what they've given to this program has been really incredible in their time here. And then, and then, you know, you talk about Tijon Lucas, and it is hard to come and be as integrated uh, into a locker room as he has been, not just integrated, but a leader in this locker room and a leader in joy and a leader in toughness and a leader in kindness. And um, he, is, he is a great human being. And then this Alex Barcelo, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a sad time for all of us that, um, that you know, he's not going to walk in this gym and play again because he is um, – uh, he just is, you know, you just he's one of those generational guys that comes in and just does – it's not just his impact on the court, but his impact off the court and in the locker room and in the community. And uh, just, um, man, how blessed are we to get to witness these guys grow and learn. His growth curve has been just mind-boggling for the last three years. And so we're, we're super blessed, man. We all are as Cougar Nation blessed that we got to watch these guys. Okay, if we have to look ahead to Vegas as your next game uh, and you stay the five as we think you're going to be slotted in the five, um, you, you would be facing uh, an 8-9 survivor, which is Pacific LMU, mm -hmm. uh, on, on Friday night. Thoughts on potential matchups there? Yeah, I mean, both teams are tough. You know, Pacific beat us in our only matchup, and, and uh, LMU, you know, took us to overtime. And, and so, you know, this, this well, you league. Did, you did split with Pacific. You beat them to open league play. Here, that's right. That? Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. I did so long ago. I actually, <laughs> I actually forgot that, if you could believe it. And uh, hey, if, I, if I have a chance to get you an extra win, I'm going to yeah, do that for thank you. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Right. Uh, that's really actually so funny you know sometimes you only remember the losses yeah. that's, 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 that's a great the, evidence of that fact that's the right bad, there. bad part of coaching guys i gotta fix my mentality but um you know what's really nice is that thursday is going to be a slugfest i mean if you think about the other side of the bracket i think it's portland and san diego and um and santa clara and and well portland and san diego and well, pepperdine yeah well, well like you think about san diego's got to play pepperdine first yeah, yeah. You, you think about those three teams like those are really high quality basketball teams so you know i think nationally i think people are talking about our saturday games are 
high major teams. I mean, our, our, our Saturday games are quad one games. Like, I don't know if that's happened in this. I'm sure that hasn't happened in this league before. And and um, so, you know, I, th- I think we're trending the right way. Um, and we need to be because this is it. Like, we got to go make something happen. Okay, I just pointed to the Gonzaga-St. Mary's score. They're hitting the second half, and St. Mary's is up 15 on Gonzaga, 36-21. to 21. You've been up 15 on Gonzaga, and you see how quickly that thing can flip around, but you've got to credit St. Mary's for holding them to 21 and a half. Yeah, it's, that's mm. incredible, actually. Um, that, that is a, you know, this Randy Ben is really special. You know, they, they have a team right now that we're familiar with a little bit in terms of having all seniors and super seniors and, and uh, guys that have, you know, they, they got beat up last year and they got beat up the year before and, and uh, they've kind of all stung to, stuck together and hung together and, and they're making this last run as a, you know, as a, as a fully healthy, you know, uh, all senior team and, and, and what they've done in the league has been nothing short of really impressive. And so I, I hope... You know, it's going to take a lot of magic to get another shot at him. But, man, I hope we get there because uh, I would love to, you know, I would love to go 2-1 instead of 1-1. Well, it's an amazing time of the year, and it feels that way every year of doing this job and I know doing your job as well. Well, on this senior night, it was a, it was a special performance from a freshman that you're going to get to work with and, 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 uh, and, and, and benefit from for years to come. So it was a nice balance that way tonight and a nice win to finish things on out in front of a great crowd again. You're going to finish yeah. as one of, I think, 11 teams in the country, Coach, with 15 or 1,000 better as an average per game, and you did that tonight. Uh, really nice crowd tonight. Yeah, I mean, what, this gym, you know, it was so really fun because Tijan uh, talked about it. He was just like, you know, they had senior night last year, and he was just like, but this year I get to do it in front of fans. And, um, and, and, and for him and for all of us to be able to come in this gym and compete with these fans that, that – um, that know these guys and care about these guys and care about this university and care about how these guys rep- appreciate how these guys represent this university. It is, you know, these these fans, this student section and, and our fans from the community, that's the lifeblood of everything that happens at BYU. And, man, they show up. And it just makes it special. It was an incredible night. Incredible. Yeah. Foose was our postgame guest tonight. He talked about the love he already feels for the people in this building. And I said, well, it's certainly mutual. Yeah. Cougar Nation's embraced him. That's right. Yeah. Well, Coach, we'll, uh, we'll see you soon. Whenever that's going to be. Let's we'll go, boys. All right, Thank that's you. Coach Mark Poe. And that's going to do it for tonight's BYU basketball broadcast. BYU wins it 75-59 over the Pepperdine Waves. Hope you enjoyed it all with us. Our thanks to the crew back at BYU Radio, our intern Bryce Noakes, our coordinating producer Terry South, our studio host Landon Southwick, our engineers Barry Squires and Sean Fay, our control board operators Tanner Graff and Logan Gardner. Our appreciation to BYU basketball Director of Communications, Tyson Jex, John McBride also on hand for getting us Fuseni Traore and, of course, Coach Pope for our postgame. We thank intern Trevor Rich here, getting Coach Lorenzo Romar's postgame comments. Appreciation to Roger Horn and Morgan Davenport of the Pepperdine Media Relations Squad uh, for their assistance. And so for all of those folks and for my color commentary colleague, Mr. Mark Durant, my name is Greg Rubel saying in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from the Marriott Center in Provo, Utah.